Hey everyone, you're listening to God's Whole Story, a podcast of Worship Center. We know just how hard it is to read God's Word and understand it, so we decided to read the Bible chronologically this year and talk about it together. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey everyone, it's Chelsea. I'm here today with Chris and Sheena, and we're in Nehemiah <laughs> still. <laughs> I almost said Ezra. That's not true. It's Nehemiah. Ezra's... Um, but he he's here. A, he makes a cameo. <laughs> he, does. he does. He's here. And he's like the celebrity sighting. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, we have lots of names. Oh, yeah. So my apologies in advance to the people who are listening to this and hear me just read a whole bunch of names. <laughs> but what stood out to you guys? Well, I mean, with all the names, the main thing that they're they're showing is this is mentioning all the people that return. And at one point, it gives the number of there's uh, over 42,000 people that return. Uh, if you compare that to how many went in the captivity uh, when they went into Babylon 70-some years ago, there was about 75,000 that went. So you imagine those 75,000 had kids. Mm-hmm. They probably grew. So we've got less than half the number of people that would have been either having gone to Babylon or living in Babylon that mm-hmm. actually come back. So This is the remnant. <laughs> it is the remnant. And, you know, one of the things that we see later in, the, in today is that there was a mix of, like, celebration and weeping. And we saw that when the temple was beginning to be built. Mm-hmm. You know, probably even some of these things they're doing now carries a remembrance of their sin. Mm-hmm. Um, there's kind of this uh, bringing together. There's restoration. They're back in the land. There's, those promises are fulfilled, but the scars of sin remain. Uh, and so there, I think there's, we, we see a kind of a, a common theme of there's joy and sadness. Yeah. Um, the only thing, other thing I kind of noticed is that Zechariah is in there too. So we got Zechariah, Haggai is not mentioned in here, but they're still contemporaries. They're still hanging out. <laughs> um, after all, Zechariah's crazy visions, <laughs> he stood with Ezra and read the book of the law. <laughs> Probably made a lot more sense. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, yeah, pretty interesting. I always thought this was kind of a pretty beautiful passage of people that hearing the word of God and weeping. I know it's like out of regret and probably the sin that's happened in the past. But again, seeing these people with a new heart um, that are just, it's just broken over sin is um, something that we haven't been able to see yet. And so to see this, in this remnant that's returning from exile is it's like a nice refreshing thing. <laughs> well, and to have the emotion that's tied to it because of realizing because of the reality of the sin mm-hmm. and where they, and where God has brought them now, mm-hmm. you know, and that is a really good point. I, I, I like in verse 12 where it says, so the people went away to eat and drink at a festive meal to share gifts of food and to celebrate with great joy because they had heard God's words and understood them. I thought, wow, they heard God's words and understood them. Yeah, and from way back in the Pentateuch, this was supposed to be something that happened every single year. Mm. They were supposed to read the law. They were supposed to celebrate Passover. They were supposed to do a number of these things in remembrance every year. And if you look at how far we've come, we can count on one hand, maybe two, (laughs) if we're really stretching it, just how many times they did this. And so it is amazing but it's also kind of just, I think it's indicative of our human condition of how um, even something that we know is amazing, something that brings so much fruit, like it mm-hmm. sometimes it's so hard just to do it mm-hmm. and get around to it. But here they do it. 
uh, and the response is that that mix of joy and sadness yeah. at the same time. And it's like a, a good reminder that God's law was never meant to like oppress us or these people. It was meant to bring joy and life. And by following his law and obeying his decrees, he was going to give them those things. And so we see that happening like in real time right now. And it was meant to be understood. Yeah. Because this is a lot of those passages that we go, yeah, what was that? <laughs> um, it was explained and the people got it. <laughs> I'm excited for the New Testament where I don't have to read so many numbers all the time. (laughs) There's no like thousands of donkeys in the New Testament. This is true. (laughs) Guys, thanks so much for listening to God's Little Story today. And we'll talk to you Bye. Nehemiah 7, beginning in verse 4. At that time, the city was large and spacious, but the population was small and none of the houses had been rebuilt. So my God gave me the idea to call together all the nobles and leaders of the city, along with the ordinary citizens for registration. I had found the genealogical record of those who had first returned to Judah. This is what was written there. Here's the list of the Jewish exiles of the provinces who returned from their captivity. King Nebuchadnezzar had deported them to Babylon, but now they returned to Jerusalem and the other towns in Judah where they originally lived. Their leaders were Zerubbabel, Jeshua, Nehemiah, Sariah, Reliah, Nehemiah, Mordecai, Bilshan, Mizpar, Bigvei, Rehum, and Bena. This is the number of the men of Israel who returned from exile. The family of Parash, 2,172. The family of Shephatiah, 372. The family of Ara, 652. The family of Pahath Moab, descendants of Jeshua and Joab, 2,818. The family of Elam, 1,254. The family of Zatu, 845. The family of Zakai, 760. The family of Bani, 648. The family of Babai, 628. The family of Asgad, 2,322. The family of Adonakam, 667. The family of Bigvi, 2,067. The family of Aden, 655. The family of Ater, descendants of Hezekiah, 98. The family of Hashem, 328. The family of Bezai, 324. The family of Jorah, 112. The family of Gibar, 95. The people of Bethlehem and Nedepha, 188. The people of Anathoth, 128. The people of Beth Asmaveth, 42. The people of Kiriath, Jerem, Kepharah, and Beeroth, 743. The people of Rama and Geba, 621. The people of Michmash, 122. The people of Bethel and Ai, 123. The people of West Nebo, 52. The citizens of West Elam, 1,254. The citizens of Haram, 320. The citizens of Jericho, 345. The citizens of Lod, Hadid, and Ono, 721. The citizens of Sena, 3,930. These are the priests who return from exile. The family of Jediah, through the line of Jeshua, 973. The family of Emer, 1,052. The family of Pasher, 1,247. The family of Hiram, 1,017. These are the Levites who return from exile. The families of Jeshua and Cadmiel, descendants of Hodaviah, 74. The singers in the, of the family of Asaph, 148. The gatekeepers of the families of Shalom, Eder, Talmon, Akub, Hatida, and Shobai, 138. The descendants of the following temple servants return from exile. Ziha, Hasufa, and Taboath. 
Kiros, Seah, Padan, Lebanah, Hagabah, Shalmai, Hanan, Gedel, Gehar, Re, Rezin, Nekedah, Gazam, Uzzah, Paseah, Besai, Munam, Nefusam, Bakbuk, Hakafa, Harher, Besleth, Mahida, Harsha, Barkos, Sisera, Tima, Neziah, and Hadatha. The descendants of these servants of King Solomon returned from exile. So Tai, Hasapharath, Peruda, Jela, Darkan, Gedel, Shephatiah, Hatil, Pokereth, Hasbaim, and Amy. In all, the temple servants and descendants of Solomon's servants numbered 392. Another group returned at this time from the towns of Telmala, Telharish, Kareb, Aden, and Emer. However, they could not prove that they or their families were descendants of Israel. This group included the families of Deliah, Tobiah, and Nekodah, a total of 642 people. Three families of priests, Hobiah, Hekaz, Barzillai, also returned. This Barzillai had married a woman who was a descendant of Barzillai of Gilead, and he had taken her family name. They searched for their names in the genealogical records, but they were not found, so they were disqualified from serving as priests. The governor told them not to eat the priest's share of food from the sacrifices until a priest could consult the Lord about the matter using the Urim and Thummim, the sacred lots. So a total of 42,360 people returned to Judah, in addition to 7,337 servants and 245 singers, both men and women. They took with them 736 horses, 245 mules, 435 camels, and 6,720 donkeys. Some of the family leaders gave gifts for the work. The governor gave to the treasury 1,000 gold coins, 50 gold basins, and 530 robes for the priests. The other leaders gave to the treasury a total of 20,000 gold coins and some 2,750 pounds of silver for the work. The rest of the people gave 20,000 gold coins, about 2,500 pounds of silver, and 67 robes for the priests. So the priests, the Levites, the gatekeepers, the singers, the temple servants, and some of the common people settled near Jerusalem. The rest of the people returned to their own towns throughout Israel. In October, when the Israelites had settled in their own towns, all the people assembled with a unified purpose at the square just inside the water gate. They asked Ezra the scribe to bring out the book of the law of Moses, which the Lord had given for Israel to obey. So on October 8th, Ezra the priest brought the book of the law before the assembly, which included the men and women and all the children old enough to understand. He faced the square just inside the water gate from early morning until noon and read aloud to everyone who could understand. All the people listened closely to the book of the law. Ezra the scribe stood on a high wooden platform that had been made for the occasion. To his right stood Mattathiah, Shema, Aniah, Uriah, Hilkiah, and Messiah. To his left stood Padiah, Mishael, Mechajah, Hashem, Hashbanada, Zechariah, and Meshalem. Ezra stood on the platform in full view of the people. When they saw him open the book, they all rose to their feet. Then Ezra praised God, and all the people chanted, Amen, Amen, and they lifted their hands. Then they bowed down and worshipped the Lord with their faces to the ground. The Levites, Jeshua, Baini, Sherebiah, Jamin, Achab, Shebathai, Hodiah, Mesa, Kalita, Azariah, Josabad, Hanan, and Paliah, then instructed the people in the law while everyone remained in their places. They read from the book of the law of God and clearly explained the meaning of what was being read, helping the people to understand each passage. Then Nehemiah, the governor, Ezra, the priest and scribe, and the Levites, who were interpreting for the people, said to them, Don't mourn or weep on such a day as this, for today is a sacred day before the Lord your God. For the people had all been weeping as they listened to the words of the law. 
And Nehemiah continued, Go and celebrate with a feast of rich foods and sweet drinks, and share gifts of food with people who have nothing prepared. This is a sacred day before our Lord. Don't be dejected and sad, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. And the Levites, too, quieted the people, telling them, Hush, don't weep, for this is a sacred day. So the people went away to eat and drink a festive meal, to share gifts of food, and to celebrate with great joy, because they had heard God's words and understood them. Hey guys, this is Ryan, and I hope you are getting a lot out of God's whole story. Uh, It means a lot to us even as we are reading through God's Word every single day in the order that it happened. Um, If you want to go ahead and follow us, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at God's Whole Story Podcast. Uh, We would love it if you would share this thing with your friends or people that you know, or just share what's sticking out to you. Uh, You can either send us a DM, or you could actually email us at podcasts at worshipcenter.org. You can email us if you have any questions, if something stuck out to you, if you'd like us to pray for you. And if you want a Bible, if you don't have one right now, or if you want a copy of the one that we're using to go through God's whole story, we'd be happy to send that to you. So go ahead and reach out to us in any way that you'd like. We'd love to hear from you. Have a great day.